Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash after a, a week hiatus to discuss episode 12 of season 8 entitled Death Rises. Story by Alex Boyd, teleplay by Ariel McAlpin and Dan Fisk. And that explains it all. Look at this shit. We will talk more on that in just a bit. What I mean by that. Because I was just talking to Salsa on the tweets, on the Twitter page. And I was like, I'm about to drag this episode. And she was like, why? I liked it. (laughs) And the first thing I said was the dialogue, the script. It was problematic for me. It was directed by Philip Chapera, which, you know, was okay direction wise but i also had an issue with that i gave this episode a 7.8 out of 10 i it had a highlight moment for me interesting developments and then the rest of it was a lot of it's like when all of a sudden a kid is you know been working hard you know they were an f minus student and they kind of got a d plus and a c plus and they even got a b minus and you're like oh shit you got a solid b coming and then they hand in the next paper and it's a fucking f and you're like what the fuck happened that's how i feel about daniel panabaker's acting from where she's been this season thus far (laughs) and where she ended up i feel like this is the episode she was like toad your character's being killed off because i feel like her character is being killed off i can totally be off in my suppositions uh however this show has a tendency to lay things on thick and does not surprise me often so i'm gonna go with my instincts and when when frost came out and said i was born to keep katie safe i'm like ah shit katie and broke up her boyfriend relationship she can't get over ronnie after seven years she's willing to fuck it all he needs a bride she needs a purpose frost is all anyone actually cares about and it costs too much money to pay two people yeah uh all of the all of the cards are definitely going to caitlin's dying and i'm sorry but episode 14 is titled funeral for a friend I didn't tell them to be that fucking obvious but maybe they'll throw a curveball and they're deciding to bury ronnie once again because i need to see that because they've had times in the past where it felt like a character was going to be killed off and i was like oh my gosh i'm really surprised i'm wrong here (laughs) because the writing was laying it awfully thick as if it was going in the other direction so because i do not like to leave things on a negative uh note i will save all of the positive comments for the end and i will discuss the parts that i really just did not like um a lot to do with the the exposition way in which they kept explaining things as if we needed it and i know that i'm supposed to be used to it in some aspects because it's the cw and i make that excuse all the time and it is true 
however it felt particularly more cringeworthy than normal especially something like um cecile like oh my powers like she just realized she had them or the team did and i just i don't know why it is that every time her dialogue comes out regarding said powers it's so clunky it's just clunky oh i can feel the frustration from down the hall then don't fucking ask how is everyone doing that's that's counter it's counterproductive right like i can understand like just no i can't understand just walk into the room and say i can feel your frustration from down the hall what can i do to help (laughs) that is how i feel like some of the dialogue is pushing out the story longer than it needs to be because there's a lot of empty context and i don't need the empty context and they were just it was just so much this episode and when i i didn't know there was three writers involved and now that i know that it makes all of the damn sense because you're fighting with each other over the script uh and the teleplay and it's it's too many hands in the pot and sometimes oh it's the next for the next oh no it's only two i think when you put more than two people in there i don't know it depends on what team you get this was not a great team (laughs) everyone in this uh the circle here were clashing with each other and it did not make for a pretty palette so caitlin upon deathstorm explaining why he's here well he gave a detailed explanation later he says he came from across the cosmos and he realized there's something that exists it's called life and he ain't about that life shit so um (laughs) but then that didn't even seem to be his ulterior motive which made it even worse that that is where he started with his exposition so then he tries to possess or do something with caitlin with his flames and everyone else it just incinerates but not caitlin and then she let out that scream not one scream but two screams in said episode and that girl cannot play scared whatsoever i will get give credit when credit is due but i will take away what is not displayed and this entire episode when she was sitting there supposed to be upset about being played i would have been so angry but she felt like a wet mop most of the entire episode why are you so bad and quite frankly it was disappointing because they could have wrote it a lot better and more believable right i what like i just said i've been played you're using the ghost or some type of spirit whatever is connected here with my ex-husband you're playing with his his grief and that would make me more you know you're talking about being strong <sighs> but then there were some lol moments like when barry was just staring at her when she's like that thing is not ronnie it took everything in his heart and soul not to really go in like he wanted to go in listen 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 fuck up fuck up fuck up fuck up get out get out then on top of that allegra's coming in and she did not she did not include much acting to this quite frankly it felt like everyone showed up with a code 
and Grant and Caitlin and Sue were the only ones that said we got things to do today. It felt like everyone else was folded it in and Chester's just Chester. But I, I I honestly I know everyone likes Chester a lot more than I like Chester. I would love to love Chester a lot more than I do like Chester. Let's just throw that out there right now. Um half the time when he's like great Scott, I'm just like, stop, stop. That's a Cisco thing. Get your own thing. <laughs> I know anyone can reference and it's not and i've never typically made that correlation but the more they double down on it it's just like eh, yeah don't need the same characteristic in two characters not so much not all the time so i i just haven't been able to synchronize up with him in the same way and the way he delivers it 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 doesn't make half the time i'm just like what are you referencing <laughs> maybe that's a me problem that i don't understand half the things that you're trying to to make note of should watch more anime not going to so caitlin's there being like this is all my fault uh frost is like i gotta protect katie because that's my only job but you went in this knowing this so i feel as if your position is kind of like i felt i wanted her to just look at barry and then her be like don't worry about that right now <laughs> not make excuses like this wasn't you went in knowing there was at least a 70 to 80 percent chance you were wrong <laughs> let's make that clear we knew we were possibly making a mistake when we made the mistake just hey i i gambled and i lost fair play <laughs> <laughs> which is why barry didn't go ham into her but his face did his face was saying it all i hate it here i want to go home i will see the transition from last episode to this episode you know flash i love you you know when you do well i will praise you when you stumble i will try to pick you up but when you fail <laughs> I will drag the shit out of you and it was sloppy it was so sloppy because there's just no way in hell that barry just casually walked back to the office show up didn't even see a panic alarm be hit maybe she did hit it and i forgot last episode so i will give it that but whatever the case may be because i don't feel like they did um no because she just was click clacking her heels and walked in and he's like i'm not ronnie um we'll talk about the whole death storm ronnie of it all in a minute which i'm not too mad about because it keeps the integrity of ronnie because in case you didn't know death storm really was ronnie just the evil version of him so they really tried to keep the integrity of ronnie by saying it's ronnie's grief that created this hole in space and time and whatever the fake whatever i don't even care i'm glad that we're going a little bit cosmic and that's part of the positive so we're still in the negative part but the transition i thought was very mm, i understand your friend is in and your family is in the hospital bed but she ain't hurt your wife is missing there's no way barry allen would have his wife missing and he wouldn't a have that like i would have preferred the scene not with cecile like i thought that was just off i didn't need cecile approaching him in the hallway being like i mean because it feels like she's everywhere um offering to help 
for being a shoulder to lean on in the way that joe is just there to give a pep talk which that's the mm, we're gonna get there these are the things that i'm like how you gonna slip these shit through the crack like i'm not gonna notice but yeah in that moment i would have preferred if uh allegra or specifically caitlin specifically caitlin sorry there's also they're doing a lot of uh mowing around here lawn care ain't nothing i could do about that uh, <laughs> i just took like three sidebars but back to back to her coming up asking like in the room i would have preferred caitlin being like there's something wrong barry something feels like it's on your mind or is something wrong there anything around that subject would have been a better transition to oh by the way guys because what you were just saying apply what i was saying last episode you negated that by not including that here about family their family member is also missing not just your wife everyone else cares about iris too because they made a point of bringing her up in the last two episodes showing that familial connection and yet you completely bombed it by not bringing her into the conflict and not having the rest of the team understand the stakes of what is going on with the addition of what's happening with death storm and that is what i did not like about that that it was only a private little conversation with cecile didn't even see, see cecile telling everyone else on the team what's going on because it's important to understand the mental um mindset of your leader because that's just a smart thing to do they just railroaded all over that progress and i just don't know why they chose to keep iris so isolated from this story arc that they really have been doing a good job of including her in with her absence of having a different story arc by making it a, a, a more cohesive family unit so i just i really don't get that choice i just don't um so he says that he's very concerned because she's like you're in pain and i'm like yeah his face says i'm in pain hello darkness my old friend i've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping then he gets a message from sue that she's back and that goes into the good category so we'll get back to it he gets back to star labs in this whole situation they don't know why caitlin is being targeted they can't seem to track him anymore now that he has gotten a hole he's just randomly going over the city and killing people kramer's involved uh this week she doesn't seem to have any positive reinforcement for team flash or barry or the flash in general <laughs> which seemed very odd that joe would need to come in and say don't worry about it you know we've faced worse things before and i've always had a supernatural person at my back so maybe have some hope in that and she didn't even give any words of affirmation of you're right i should you know you know i'm sorry for doubting you flash i know you're doing everything you can the officer came in and was like so glad to have you here flash because at least we have a name of this son of a bitch and we can run that up the chain to ccc <laughs> media so we could put that on front page news can somebody please explain to me why joe wasn't made aware of the fact that his daughter is transitioning in and out of time 
Like, I, Joe would have been better service in this episode with his daughter. Why was that not an option? Did someone have COVID and we could only have two people in a scene? We had to go back to quarantine measures or something? Because I feel with the directing in this episode, it was equally off. Like there were moments where it felt as if there was a delayed response from the actor that said something and then the response of the people in the room. It just, there was a lot of dead space in a lot of places where you wouldn't expect it to be. So it didn't feel as much as a um, a thriller, things um, escalating, an escalating event, right? Death rises and then the next episode is death falls so this is the climax and it's not climactic at all the attention was absolutely taken out of those scenes i can't believe they're still fucking money i think sometimes people just do stuff just to piss me off <laughs> i feel like that like just things happen you're like i gotta do something oh of course of course now not the entire fucking day right now you guys want to do the gardening sure not recording great um back to this episode (laughs) because i'm all over the place i know this isn't the greatest review then we have um we gotta see esperanza every five seconds apparently because that's the only person allegra ever knew in life (laughs) but because he uses dead people it makes sense and i did appreciate into my good moments because the rest of the leg ride did not like that she immediately was like yeah but once again the dialogue in this scene was awful three people sitting at councils talking about there's a there's a a force coming what is that what do you mean what is that it's in the fucking building barry go there's only so many people supposedly in this building (laughs) it took all that many lines of dialogue to figure out it was allegra i wanted cecile to pop up be like i feel it's allegra she's in (laughs) distress so barry comes up with the idea that oh wait we can actually utilize cecile's powers in the way we used them before when we were tracking down people's emotions and we used the whole helmet thing right 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 so good that barry came up with the idea bad that it's an idea they already did and no will be successful so we didn't need all these additional things to pretty much essentially go back to the same exact plot point of cecile can use her empath powers to use as a tracker to figure out where uh there are pockets of grief in the city and that may possibly point to the movements of death storm uh once they get the city locked down i don't know how the city is locked down and they still got a circus going on (laughs) or a fair one would think disneyland would be closed for the day you can't shut everything down anyway because just because there's murders it's like yeah 
we know those happens those things happen often if they shut down the time uh, the town every time there's a many human attack there'd be no nothing to be do, done central city would just be under federal or martial law <laughs> so back to team flash and all the things that are going on they after a bear that's in the good category in the good category talk about things i didn't like so yeah that um the whole cecile turns into death storm thing i'm gonna put it in a negative category but i'm also gonna end with the positive negative category is that these conversations they be having with barry shut the fuck up shut the fuck up kill yourself i don't need it just hey you cannot stop me your pathetic attempts are bullshit i will accomplish what i mean to accomplish stay out of my way boom bam done i don't need this you're not better than i know it's very comic booky but shit y'all gotta <laughs> pick and choose your comic book battles <laughs> and we once again have seen this way too many times the first thing i was reminded of was when just happened to julian so and that one was 10 times better and scarier that's how you do a scene if you're gonna do a scene right so if you're not gonna do a scene the justice of a scene just don't do the scene on the flip side of it cecile plays a really good bad person (laughs) when she turns all evil like her everything she's not a bad actress i know a lot of people want to give her shit i don't know much about the actress other than the show so if there's things going on offline i've already determined that my show watching and my and what goes on outside of the show are not about to be in the same category but um when it comes to cecile in the show she's not a terrible actor when they give her the right material they just don't give her a lot of good material and when they do give her a good uh, something that she could chew on like she did with the grief like she does a good job with those like when she was in a straight jacket playing more of a scary role lean into the strengths not try to to water them down with bullshit just let sometimes just let the actors do what they're able to do and well i guess it's not their fault that the script is bad but that's when the kind of director kind of comes in like you know we don't need that (laughs) and there is also another part of that scene where i'm like oh stop matching up and i don't want to watch and i don't want to notice it but i do the dialogue in her what she was saying like the way she was saying it uh so now they run up they ran out of ideas joe comes to talk to barry and no one comes to talk to him about his missing wife or his problems <laughs> which is something that i think this entire time is shitty because he is dealing with the love of his life not having a fucking future and out of all people if he didn't want to put it on any of his team 
to not tell his father-in-law who should know what is going on with his baby girl is beyond me and instead he's giving him a pep talk about something he already knows we've had we've been here several times before i think it was shy who said that it feels like that's all joe is doing it is all joe is doing (laughs) he is so retired right now (laughs) i just don't think they know what to do they don't know what to do and they don't back to what i said before because we're so used to seeing certain people in certain roles that uh, sometimes i do i have to catch myself and remember to tell my own self my own advice i don't need everyone to always have a role if they have nothing to do but sometimes i do feel like they put people in places and they don't need to be there like that we didn't really need the whole kramer part of the story we just needed the kramer and joe part we she already would have been the advisors if we're just going to introduce it i guess going back to my earlier comment the transitions need to be smoother instead of joe convincing kramer something she already knows just have joe as her advisor it's simple as that all of the the three minutes extra not needed and so when you do that it does it stretches out the episode it makes me not engage and i'm more outside analyzing (laughs) and i shouldn't be doing that uh you know even when a show is flawed the best part of some of those episodes other people are just like well this doesn't make sense yeah but i enjoyed myself (laughs) it was dumb it made me feel things and thus i'm not analyzing but if that is mission missing from the equation all i'm doing is ripping it apart so uh yeah caitlin's taken away and frost is knocked out i don't know how you're supposed to protect katie but you never can (laughs) i didn't do that that's the show once again like i would have preferred she put in a good effort and she got taken versus these um quick knockouts and then the enemy gets away it's like come on give them some credit uh then we'll go into the chase because that's one of my favorite scenes in the episode death storm kills a whole family with caitlin not reacting at all this full lack of emotion is disencouraging because <laughs> no person in their right mind wouldn't be like no stop they're fighting or they're trying to go i get that he's a monster alien thing and there's not much you can do but you can feel you can portray emotion even if it and especially because it should be anger disgust particularly after he tells you oh by the way i'm doing all this because i'm lonely and he needs enough cosmic energy to try to transport you because he went all the way through time and space through a singularity because for seven years mind you uh barry finds out or realizes at the end just so you could be his corpse bride um 
and you don't got nothing to say for that because i know i had a whole bunch of stuff to say in the face of that fuck you fuck the plane you flew in on fuck them shoes fuck the socks with the bell on it fuck your gay ass fairy faggot accent fuck them cheap ass cigars Fuck your yuck mouth teeth, fuck your hairpiece, fuck your chocolate, fuck Guy Ritchie, fuck Prince William, fuck the Queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. So quite frankly, I blame everyone involved. Um, then apparently he just leaves. <laughs> Barry shows up. I don't know why they're like adamant you can't get to her. And you know damn well it's easy that's why he left her there he's like shit i'll come and find you it ain't gonna be hard <laughs> but at the same time in the same episode you had him being like you can't keep her from me so why would you just leave her on the curb why wouldn't you just stash her somewhere until it's time until she's ready and then she gets back to the star labs and she's very calmly like i'm transforming what what the fuck no concern no worry bitch probably half flattered <laughs> ronnie's somewhere in there <laughs> but no this is awful seriously why would you have a character act this way that doesn't make any comprehensive sense this is once again on everybody involved what do you mean my chain i don't know why my cells are changing i don't know what i'm turning changing into but I don't seem to be worried at all. Even a little freaked out. Just a little bit. He wants to be my bride. He wants me to be his bride. Don't act like you just got. She acted more like this is a wedding offer she wasn't expecting, but is now considering. Am I wrong? So once Barry explains to everybody what has happened, he went seven years across time and space for his love. Yeah, I know. This is all just a all just a prelude to explain what's gonna happen with Barry next. Because he's clearly gonna have to go across time and space. It's a prelude for that, for his love. Got it? Great. Not the same. Uh <laughs> Chester plans to modify the container that healed him in order to emit cosmic energy that can harm Deathstorm. I read that off of Wikipedia. And Frost volunteers to harness it because she was created for one reason. And that was to protect Katie. Despite us all trying to tell her you should value your own self as a person. And now Katie's going to die and now Frost is going to have an actual storyline that makes a lot more sense than caitlin's ever did even when she was you know frost <laughs> it's only when frost became a different person or outside of your body that it even got remotely interesting for me let's go to the parts that i did love yes let's talk about uh iris <laughs> iris uh is back She's dealing with this time sickness that we find out she was saved from being. Can we talk about the fact that Tina tried to murder her? I know she's a juvenile. I know she witnessed 
what she conceived to be murder before her eyes but she also needs to be locked up if she thinks that that is an acceptable response because it's not <laughs> it's not okay what the circumstances were you tried to murder iris you actually did it was because of her being connected to supernatural cosmos of the universe that she was saved so she went in the still for still force barry shows up right away he wants to touch his wife and assure her she's like no barry i love the fear that she had the idea that she could hurt him or make him disappear and then her first concern is, isn't even for her it's for tania's mom she's like i'm sorry um they're waiting for dion to show up uh well she says i'll give you guys a minute because he's he gets the full story because all she told him was <laughs> she said fuck tania's mom sue you're the g for real for real we made sue bff i love it because she didn't even mention tanya's mom she's like that bitch went after iris that's all barry needed to know <laughs> oh okay uh what happened before then oh yeah tanya's mom oh that wasn't your fault <laughs> i'm being funny but yeah priorities uh barry's like i'm not afraid i'm touching you because i need to but iris being the angel that she is is feeling guilty about what happened to tanya's mom because she really wanted to help that girl and she feels terrible <laughs> and he's like don't worry it, it's fine you'll have a future with me they really are trying to find a roundabout way salsa you need to explain this to me because i my memory's really shaky i thought i had the whole iris born but they're putting so many twists on it i really don't know where they're going to be quite frank i know everyone else is probably tearing their hair out and i haven't been that impatient for it but i can see in this episode with it being spread out like apparently it's gonna be spread out for two more episodes until we actually get into it because the last arc is gonna be dedicated it seems to the whole iris story arc so now that it's gotten to the 13th episode i'm like yeah i'm feeling it now i wasn't before but i'm feeling it now mainly because i i'm getting more and more and more and more and more questions than i am getting answers so she says while she was in the still for she could see her past but she couldn't see her future so she's concerned that she doesn't have one i like when barry got the alert explaining to us once again the stupid christine we know she gave you the app we know you told her this is the first time she's initiated the app this must be serious i didn't eat all of the back nope nope and you did a recap so he has to leave but he doesn't want to and he really wants iris to say stay and you can tell on her face that she wants to say stay her whole continent does not want her husband to leave her because she's afraid and or but her own integrity as a person won't allow her own selfish desires to override uh the fact that he is a superhero and that he has to 
go out because he'll just leave it but people are dying and she knows that that is more immediate sue offers to stay with her once again still don't know why joe isn't there or at least cecile <laughs> she could have stopped by to check up on her for barry's sake that would have been a nice throwaway and they have a conversation waiting you see sue trying to make some jokes but well first she's able to distract her with food like you're a bad influence then she tries to distract her with jokes waiting for dion to show up or is it after dion shows up i'm not sure but iris does open to her that when you live with a speedster time really goes you know you can spend a whole day in 30 seconds and she always assumed with her and her family that they were going to create in the future that she always had time but she doesn't life is precious you have to enjoy every moment and that's when dion shows up dion tells her that the time sickness has now infected the speed force or the still force <laughs> the way sue got up and introduced herself she's like oh you must be the still force <laughs> she's like my friends are gods he's like yeah you can call me dion he's like i took a long time to find you he did give her something so that he could track her through time but it unfortunately made him uh convulse and then he disappeared so what the fuck is that all about dion said that he could find tanya's mom when uh when he gets his full powers back but that doesn't look to be anytime soon so tanya your mom going on a missing poster for a little bit for a little bit um so that sucks then iris starts to get a worse headache and the two effects i really did love because you know i'm on the positive side of things for the director is one the way he did Deathstorm's face in the beginning of the episode the way it shook a little bit that was freaky um the second is the other scene i'm going to talk about at the the end of the episode which is barry's new power uh i the other scene was this particular one with iris going in and out of reality i thought that was really well done i felt it in that moment it felt the tension there the fear and then you have sue who's coaching her through staying here staying now anchor yourself because she she could disappear and they don't know where to find her and now they don't know where to find dion and <laughs> this is this is not gonna make barry's blood pressure go down at all i really like sue stepping up and reminding her of what she has to fight for and just being a friend this is what a real friend is like it's like no you think about your husband you think about bart you think about nora you have children you anchor them girl it's like you good okay you need that again i got you <laughs> my man I might need to order some more takeout right now. We might have to do some shots. <laughs> uh, at the end of the episode, now this is, now I, I'm thinking this is not the still force and this is idiot over there uh, named Deathstorm, who is still being portrayed by um, the actor to play Ronnie Raymond, just in case you're curious. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is still portraying that character, which also makes me believe that caitlin's gonna die robbie and mel uh if you look at the subtitles he is doing the voice so i'm guessing death storm is like i, I still need more 
but the only thing i'm like really eddie eddie out of all people like even the tiniest morsel of grief we're supposed to believe that's after seven years iris is still mourning eddie or is eddie's grief consumed up with that as well i don't fucking know <laughs> no he didn't di- yeah he did disappear and did he disappear in the singularity i don't remember i don't it's been a long time since season one so you guys can remind me but i gotta think that it's co- some connection but with what's going on with iris he could also just be something fucking else because he says oh hi iris and i just don't it's gonna be a hard stretch for me and if it is death storm i'm just gonna say i'm not i don't believe it that she's still like mourning eddie in any capacity (laughs) she even had a whole moment where barry helped her get over her grief we didn't watch that shit just for her to be haunted by death storm to say do you got grief don't get me wrong i love seeing eddie y'all bitch needs need to put him in the role he's meant to play okay but you won't do that fine 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 but until you give me what i want bitch don't tease me (laughs) and lastly let's talk about barry and his running on his own speed that shit was lit that shit was lit to metallica's song i loved everything about it so totally off this entire episode however (laughs) man was that a great thing for me to see i've been waiting for him to do something new for a while now so i'm glad to see it in any capacity and i'm not even going to take away from it no matter how much i may be inclined to because the rest of this episode did not call for this shit this should have been up in episode 13 death falls but we we got here we needed to get here for a reason because we needed to know that he trans he trans uh not transforms transports he travels through space time and all that so um feedback let's get to it and then I watched The Flash. I had a really terrible Friday into Saturday morning and now I'm on my way to work. I hope this makes it in time, but it's going to be pretty quick because I don't have much to say about this episode. I honestly don't know how I feel about it. This season has had some really good moments and then some moments that are kind of blah. I've never, so far I haven't hated any of the episodes, um, even the one that I missed feedback on when I went back and watched, or I shouldn't say I went back and watched, when I listened to the to the feedback, I was like, I guess it wasn't too bad because none of my complaints were based off an actual actor or actress, it was just I felt like, you know, it was repetitive and un- like unnecessarily. 
Um, but you know, the story itself was not written badly. So I, I didn't hate that episode. I just, it was, it wasn't something I would want to go back and watch. Um, this episode wasn't bad. Um, I, there was some good moments in there off the top of my head. I'm driving right now. I wrote notes, but I, like I said, I had like my, my sleep has been really off and I haven't been feeling well. So I, I can't, I couldn't send it before because I was trying to get sleep part of the work. Got a tiny bit. So hopefully it's enough to get me through the day. Um, I know, uh, the, the parts that I liked were, I loved uh, the interaction between, uh, Kramer, Joe, and, um, the Flash, um, when they were in the office, uh, trying to get a hold, handle on, um, this death storm, um, the way they, uh, the way she, you know, called the Flash, I guess that was the first time she ever used that, um, special call number that Barry gave her. Um, I love Joe being in the middle of it. I am sad that uh, Jesse is not going to be in nine, but hopefully they send him off in some capacity or maybe he won't be like a main character. Maybe he'll have a little tiny bit of cameos. And if season nine is the last season, I really hope they can convince um, the actor that plays Wally West, uh, Keenan, to make a cameo because I would love to see him and I would love for Joe to be in this season nine because, I mean, on all honesty, if they're getting rid of the Arrowverse, the Flash would be in it too. Um, and if Candace and Grant are smart, <laughs> which I know that they are, they would be upping how much they want for season 10 and if the CW I mean I feel like when you're at when you are um being paid for a service you have the right to to ask for more money and if they don't want to pay that then you move on to the next and I wouldn't be mad at Grant and Candace if they didn't want to be in a season 10 because 10 years on a show is a long time and most shows after 10 years you look back and you're like damn that shit should have been uh canceled a long time ago like I was a supernatural fanatic like when I tell you I was so bad that I tried to so many times to go to them damn conventions but by the time I had money to go those like the prices were outrageous and even trying to get tickets you had to be in a queue and it was hard so I never got to go to any kind of supernatural conventions but I was a super fan I was a ride or die literally from season one episode one and that show could have been done a long time ago there is no reason for a show unless it's like a soap opera and the characters are alternated and changed every you know so often there's no reason for a show to be going on for 15 years let's be real the actors are older they have families they have things to do like think about it if a person is like let's say that they're 25 when they start a show they're 40 now seriously you can't be especially a show like Supernatural. they can't be acting the same way they acted in the beginning there's no reason for dean to be going out bar hopping if i was at a bar and uh as attractive as jensen echoes is 
and some creepy loner was in the corner looking at me. It's not sexy no more. You are too old for this, sir. So I think that at this point, nine seasons is great. They get syndication. They will always get a check, Brad and Candace. Um, they get to move on to other things. Um, I would love to see um, Candace in a movie. Um, maybe even that would free them up to be in the Flash movie since we know the one that they have been holding on to for dear life for, for forever is no longer going to happen. I would watch them and maybe they would spark up DC enough to where their movies don't suck anymore. I don't know. I guess time will tell. But anyway, that was a long ass rant. Let me go back to what I was talking about. Um, I liked the Kramer interaction. I loved, uh, you know, Candace, Candace, that is the actress. Iris and Barry, um, the interactions together, we haven't seen them be around each other very much um, these last, I don't know, several episodes. But the moments they had were very sweet and tender and loving. And the intimacy that they had, like when uh, Iris was scared for Barry to touch her, and he was like, I'm not scared, and he put his hand on her thigh. I don't know if y'all got something out of that, but I know I did. It was uh, very sensual. It was like, you're my wife, and I am going to risk it all because I love you. And if I die from touching you, then I die. It is what it is. I was sad that they had to uh, leave because Kramer called Barry. I shouldn't say they. Barry had to leave. They were separated. Um, but, you know, in all honesty, a long time ago, because I know there were some some West Allen fans that were acting a fool, I'm sure. I don't need to go on Twitter to know that because, of course, they got pulled apart again. But I remember Iris saying, I don't want you to not save people to save me. I don't want you to ignore your superhero duties to save me. She doesn't want that. And for y'all to act like Barry, um, if Barry did choose Iris over Central City, Iris wouldn't be living. She would be pissed off, and rightfully so. If you didn't want to be a superhero and you just wanted to be my husband, you shouldn't have never became the Flash. And that's the honest to God truth. She told him a long time ago that the city comes before her. And as hard as it is for people to understand, he he would obey her wishes because he would want her, even if it, if it ended up taking her life, I'm not saying he wouldn't implode and be miserable and probably turn into Avatar. But he would listen to what she said because he loves her and he knows that's what she would want. Um, I like, um, I think it's weird that Death Storm wants Caitlyn, even though they say Death Storm is not Ronnie. I don't understand that connection. Like, is he, is it him, but evil or are you saying it's not him at all? Then why does he want Caitlyn out of all the women in the world? He has to have her, like, please explain that to me. I don't get it. It's weird that he wants her as his bride and he's not riding. It just seems a little, like, how many people have you killed <laughs> to make her into something so you can marry her? You couldn't find a woman in between those murders? I, 
I am just confused. I just feel like if they were going to go that route, they should have said that, you know, they should have made it so that it was Ronnie at some point, but he faded away, you know, but his love for her is still there, something like that. And I'm sorry, if I was a Caitlyn Snow fan and they kept treating my character like this, I would fucking hate The Flash. She cannot catch a break. The one time she does find love with Marcus, he's short, and I don't think he's attractive at all. And then she straight pushes him aside to, to be back with Ronnie. It turned out to not be Ronnie. It's Death Storm. Remember all the characters? Even, like, Julian, he left and went back to England. He was like, fuck this bitch. Uh, she was in love with Teddy, who turned out to be fucking, uh, what the hell was his name? Uh, not Zoom, and uh, he tricked her. Um, she was in love with. Uh, oh, I said Julian already. What was the other? The other guy. I think that was it. Oh, Ronnie, and he died. Like y'all can't, y'all y'all can't give homegirl a break. Y'all gave freaking Frost true love, and this bitch been on the planet for what three years? Four. She's four, <laughs> and she found her, her her forever love. Like that's fucked up, and I think it's crazy that um her fans are always talking shit about Iris and how you know clearly Snowberry needs to happen. Y'all y'all keep bringing that up, even though they don't have any kind of sexual re- uh, relationship, any kind of sexual flirting. Their conversations, if it's not related to Iris, is related to her you know, being a part of the team and family. Like, there is nothing there, but y'all not talking about how they keep dragging her character for filth and giving her shitty-ass relationships? I don't understand. I I just really don't get why they keep treating her this way. If y'all gonna have us look at her, can y'all give her some type of happiness, please? This is starting to depress me. I swear at the beginning of the episode, I thought they killed Caitlyn Snow. And I was like, well, this sucks, but also it's good because then they don't, we don't have to worry about her being in shitty ass storylines anymore. But then again, she didn't die and her storyline is clear again. I just don't understand why he wants her as a bride. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, uh, The last thing I want to talk about is at the beginning of the episode with Allegra. I don't know why her interaction with like when they were in the meeting talking annoyed the crap out of me at the beginning but she was like taking charge I'm like if you don't sit your secondary character ass down and mind your business you've been here for three minutes you are not in charge we need we need to get a handle on bitch for real really Captain Obvious we we all know we can't let Death Storm just go around killing people why are you saying shit that we already know shut up I don't know why she annoyed the shit out of me, but she did. I just didn't understand why she felt the need to be talking and talking over Barry. Like, girl, shut up. Ugh, I don't know. She, that was the only thing she bothered me in the episode. She didn't bother me afterwards, but I don't know. I don't know why I honed in on that little story, like her conversation, but, you know, I guess she needed a line, so they gave her some. I just felt like she was really overstepping as a as, as somebody who joined Team Flash four minutes ago. 
Um, I think that's all I got. I know I had a ramble in the middle of there and a rant, but I can't help it. That's how I'm feeling these days. Um, uh, that is it for me. So until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, look like real magic. Queen of the couch, me out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So I gave y'all the heads up already. I was already going to be dragging this episode. Um, I didn't hate it. It just was not a good episode for me. Um, I hope they don't kill off Joe. You know they love killing off characters. But I think they're going to keep him. I think out of all the characters. I think that's. I think it's been a while since we really lost a character. Which is why I think that Caitlyn's getting the chopping block. But we'll see as well. I just think. I think you were right they're preparing the audience <laughs> it's been a while though since we've had a main character die for real for reals so i can see that happening even cisco wasn't killed off we could just kill off kate uh yeah this is the conversation that shy was happening i feel like she was like the only one and i felt so bad <laughs> Cause she was like, "Oh, I'm so devastated! If I'm preparing myself from season nine, it's gonna be the season. Oh no, oh no!" And I'm really, to be quite frank, thoroughly transparent, 155 percent. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm just gonna be thoroughly honest. Uh, I would not. I would not. I would not. I like the Flash. I like that it's still part of my life. I love Wes Allen. I love when the show does right. Um, but it has beyond gone past its expiration date and that is me talking thoroughly not about my personal thoughts it's the reason why you have episodes like this it's because you cannot continue to write a certain premise for so long you just cannot especially if you already are going to be struggling people always say oh the first three seasons were so great and that da, 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 da. we've already had this conversation before too and i always say what, it, what of course it was it was new it was novel you got to get all of the surprises out you can't be nine seasons or eight seasons or seven seasons in the show and expect the surprise not to be the same damn surprise <laughs> especially when the same group of people are there it's like they can only go so far uh, uh, but I do think that the premise of a superhero show goes so why you think that Disney is chopping them all out every fucking five minutes and they only renew some and not others and they come out once a year I mean they, they're very intentional with what they do and they're so fucking short like six seven episodes eight at the most there's a part but and then they're 20 30, 20 30 minute episodes there's a reason why that formula works it works because that's how you write these types of shows and i get it at first when everyone's trying to throw out all of their superhero genre shows everybody didn't know what they were doing they're trying to get something they got people watching and ratings so they went to the classics just like the movies trying to go do flashpoint even though we all everybody know their mama and done flashpoint but of course they're gonna try to do reflashpoint because that's a huge story in the comics once you do something you then can't go back and you would love to though everything was moving too fast instead of saying hey we want to stretch this show out for 10 seasons let's write it like that that's not what their game plan is if you don't go in with that game plan don't expect to be seven eight seasons into more than five quite frankly into a show without it not just inevitably going stale i watched the walking dead up until season what nine and there was like two or three seasons that absolutely are terrible (laughs) or they had terrible like you were like man why did i even get to the next season of the show because half of it was good and half of it wasn't 
because you're rehab you can only do so much with so much source material and then you have to let it go so if you don't go in that with a plan you're that's not going to be successful and while i love the flash for what it is and what it was it's never gonna be like it was and people still showing up thinking it's gonna be like it was it's just fooling themselves or they just really enjoy it and just wanna and don't see any discrepancy between what it was and what it is if that made sense so i i personally don't have those anxieties i don't if i hear that they're canceled i'm like they're canceled moving on to the next show and not only that there's so many other shows that are doing it so much better now it's it's almost like you know i'm in love with you because i was in love with you for this long <laughs> like you were mentioning with supernatural but i'm not not aware of what it is that i'm loving <laughs> i'm not going like ooh, i would be so devastated if this ends i'm like no i'm probably not i probably not give it five seconds of a thought just being honest but that's how i am with almost all television shows i do not it's very rare that i go back and watch something or i stay in a fandom mode of something when it's done like i have people who still talk about black sales i have no interest interest whatsoever in talk westworld's one of the few shows because every time i talk about it it's such a deep philosophical conversation i can find new things all the time with differing people or having new conversations about it that's rare most shows especially shows like cw shows or superhero shows there's not much to talk about it's a spectacle it's fun while you do it it doesn't linger with me when i'm and it's over um great granted i'm just talking from my experience i'm not judging anyone who does otherwise so i don't want nobody coming after me <laughs> talking about judging them for i know that's that's just how i viewpoint tv so i just can't include myself in those anxieties i'm just kind of going oh poor thing <laughs> she's gonna be devastated <laughs> and yet i don't feel that way um but yeah uh i think that you're absolutely right granted of course they're gonna ask for more money of course they're gonna ask for money i think because they respect the show of the flash they're gonna give it one more season to go um and allow it to end the way arrow is allowed to end versus like uh the other shows that should have been canceled 15 years ago and are just now on the chopping block like yeah you don't get to have an ending because <laughs> we just been pushing you around for no reason and there's no no purpose to it I, I i want the cw and dc to have a whole overall of changes so even if that means something i like has to go which is only the flash on cw <laughs> currently then i'm okay with that if that means 99 other percent of the garbage is going as well i do think candace should sign with netflix like cat graham did or lifetime she's that type of actress she's a tv actress so i always think about that too because a lot of times in you see that cat graham wasn't a huge actress but a lot of people we would love to see them in movies and stuff like that but let's just act like it's not a given that you can jump from one genre to another because it's not it's really not sometimes flash might be it for some actors and actresses um cisco out there on broadway but that's his thing if candace is going to continue acting she would need to sign with a network in my humble opinion just 
doing something like that because that'll get you a paycheck and you don't have to worry about going into those auditions with 50,000 other people that are i'm not saying candace is a bad actress actually she's a really good actress she needs to be given better material but i think she's a really good actress and she can stretch herself but you gotta ease into that that whole just because i love someone that means they're gonna blow up somewhere else that's that's um stanny <laughs> and there's or fanny no stanny's the toxic one fanny there's nothing wrong with fanny i too would love to see her in more things but i'm realistically thinking about her range and i'm going you should sign with netflix and do more of those types of movies or shows because it gives you that same amount of exposure but you don't have to put all that work into it as well say if he was to get on like a sitcom and i feel like with sitcoms and stuff like that it's so like they're they are so quick to cancel shit you can just be like one of those tv actors that are like 15 million shows that never seem to hang around for more than one or two seasons um i really wish joe was single so he could hook up with kramer am i the only person that feels that way yes the way he did touch her i thought was very sensual very intimate very wonderful uh and more proof once again that you don't need to slobber on someone to create such intimacy that you can make a deep loving statement without it being sexual because you know (laughs) there's more than one way to show love every time i watch a show i don't need to go on nowhere to look at anything the whole time this episode i was like all these times that he's saving caitlin in this episode the snowberries are uh, celebrating which makes the west allen people pissed off which makes them mad at the showrunners because they're like well why does he have to save caitlin why couldn't he just be with his wife iris which we all know why rationally that is but because they're happy we have to make sure they're they're not we they need to make sure that they're unhappy never mind that there as you pointed out there has been no at all chemistry between say characters to even suggest maybe season one for two seconds until barry said are you fucking dumb get the fuck out my face with that shit he didn't even say it with any words to her he just kept repeating the words iris iris i love iris and i think eventually she got the message um but yeah you're right this is a character who gets shitted on and has been shitted on for about five seasons now if you're a fan find something else to complain about that actually is relevant versus her connection to barry because everything else is equally fucked up and if that's all you're holding on to then well go have fun in your little corner i don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck you're living in fantasy i don't give a fuck you're allowed to fantasy i don't give a fuck but that you other people allow themselves to be so caught up in their own feelings that they actually give a fuck about people who you shouldn't give a fuck about i mean that's like if i said you know what? i really want to ship kramer and joe no one will really care but maybe somebody's a fan of kramer and cecile do you think me over here saying i want to ship them together should have any effect on the other thing no i'm like okay that's your opinion you should think that way you want to make them that happen that way it ain't gonna happen but sure go live your life <laughs> that's where we we break down every single time we don't know how to leave people the fuck alone now if you up in my corner yes drag that person but that person is not everybody there needs to be more of a breakdown instead of but we don't know how to do gray or everything's so black and white 
has to be black and white just like everybody in this amber heard johnny depp thing keep coming up in my fucking inbox even one of my favorite reactors is reactive video i said i didn't watch this just so you that you know i, I thumbed it up because i love your channel but both of them can go fuck themselves <laughs> and of course someone had to jump into my comment box talk about well you don't have respect for me i said get the fuck out of here you don't know these people all you listening to is stories and you're jumping on a bandwagon based on whatever your bias experience is these are actors why, why don't you put out a little bit of caveat for maybe someone's lying maybe egos involved maybe money's involved i don't know you weren't there all you're listening to is words stop jumping on these fucking bandwagons and then expect you to just jump on the fucking bandwagon because you're like sitting there with sense going i don't know these people but from what i do know they can both go fuck themselves they're not people i would fuck with they're not people that would fuck with you why are you over there defending their ass just so stupid people are sometimes <laughs> i don't know why i'm so angry about it but i am um and lastly, Allegra and Cecile had those moments in this episode. I'm not blaming the uh, the characters. I'm blaming the writers. Because Cecile said the same thing. Well, what are we going to do? I'm like, what the fuck are you in here raising your voice for? That's someone telling her how to do that scene like that. That That's that's why I said I blame everyone involved. Because I felt, I don't know, maybe they can't talk back and be like, I feel like if you're a big star, one of the bigs like Iris or, or Grant or candace you can say something like well can i say this line like this and even candace pointed out right before how she wanted to embellish the line and it was really hard for them to do so why y'all tripping about when why did i say why y'all tripping actually i'm saying why am i tripping why am i tripping about <laughs> the fact that it's not the actor's fault i shouldn't i should just blame the other two because it's not like they could just roll up to be like look i'm not saying it like this or i don't think this is a good way to say it <sighs> and i think those are my concluding thoughts i hope you're feeling better and last and certainly not least because i need to go to dollar store and get some water let's hear from shy hey christina it's me shy i am here to give my feedback for the flash season 8 episode 12 and uh yeah it's been a long week um as i've said i've been on the struggle bus again that seems to be a weekly occurrence um but i was just reading some messages from our girl sasha and i, I don't know how she does it but it's like i can't i, I just can't engage i mean i'm grateful for the fandom in a way because i that, that's how i met um my fellow queens so i can't you know crap on it too much but at the same time the direction that my life is in right now um i just don't have i'm not trying to deal with that added stress of dealing with um some in this fandom that insist on being immature and not really not really being rational about um the show or anything surrounding the show so it's like yeah y'all y'all have at it Sasha could have at it. I just can't. It's just not worth it. It's it's not stress level with real world stuff is are is enough for me. Um as in regards to this episode, I enjoyed this episode. There were some things that I felt were a bit what's the word I'm looking for? 
maybe choppy at times but I like the direction that we're going with the stories I like this I mean you know I'm not a big horror person but it's not to that extreme but it's a horror like um theme without being that you know going all the way there in my opinion because again I'm not a big fan of the horror genre at all so um this one yeah this yeah it's, it's tolerable for me um I'll start out with Iris's story um so you know she and she comes back thankfully so poor Barry he didn't have to go through um you know stressing out too much about why uh wifey being missing um you uh, as you know we know how Barry is when anything is happening to Iris he's He's trying to be in the moment. He's trying to, you know, figure out what's going on. But I know in the back of his mind, uh, he's stressing out. And so, of course, we got, you know, it's funny how um, I would say the one thing about Cecile, it's like she's replaced people needing to talk about their feelings in a way, which I, I don't like. I mean, I don't, I mean, I just prefer people to just I mean if you if you are not ready to talk about something and you're just dealing with something I'm one of those people that I'm not going to talk until I'm ready to talk and I don't need someone and I guess that's where my issue is with Cecile and her powers is because I'm a private person and I when I'm ready to talk I will talk and not a minute before then and so I don't need someone probing my emotions and telling me how I'm feeling and, you know, asking me questions like, let, you know, let me be, let me have my, I mean, if you feel what I'm feeling, keep it to yourself right now. Um, I'm not ready to talk, but you know, that's how the show chose to deal with her powers. And I'm trying to just respect that and just, um, but it's just times like these that you just, again, because I'm not the type to just want to be talking and talking about feelings all the time. Um, it bothers, it's probably why it bothers me as much as it does. So, um, yes, but Iris, um, comes back now we're, now she's talking about how she didn't see her future in the timeline. And now Dion is talking about, he don't see her future. And I'm like, uh, can you see her through the other people's future? Like, <laughs> Like, if she's in no one's future, I mean, I'm not understanding. Like, so if you can you see Barry's, is she part of that? Can you see Joe's? Is she a part of Joe's future? You know what I mean? So that's my only question. It's like, do, do you not see her future with anyone or through her? Uh, so that's that's just a question mark for me. Um, then we have, yes, yeah, Sue, who's a ride or die friend. I love it for Iris. Um, I'm really enjoying their friendship. I didn't expect it. So now I'm sad that uh, because Ralph was turning around his character. He wasn't my favorite character by any means, but he wasn't annoying as hell like in season four either. So they were redeeming his character to where he was a lot more tolerable in the later season. So now I've seen the potential of what could have been if things worked out differently. Um, you know, with Iris and Sue's friendship as we're seeing it now so that's sad that it took a while to develop and then yeah so yeah we got to deal with iris time sickness i'm glad that we're getting answers but at the same time we're still 
like not knowing what the hell and then we saw the end scene with eddie and so now i'm curious as to what the hell is going on here so that's that what is death storm attacking iris now um through iris uh so you know that's never a good sign when you do that barry is not about that life um so then we got the death storm story itself apparently he he is ronnie ish you know he's not entirely ronnie he absorbed ronnie's ronnie's essence i guess when the singularity happened and so now a part of ronnie still exists that wants to be with caitlin so he traveled the universe to find caitlin and now he's found her and he wants to turn her into his bride and so he has to like reconfigure her dna and her cells in order for her to survive um so that's why he kept saying she's not ready that's my take on it so he got to keep absorbing grief so he can have the power to uh change her change her body structure in order to survive wherever he wants to take her so that's creepy as hell i'm very <laughs> i'm glad that um kate and caitlin acknowledged that you know she wasn't right and what she did wasn't the right decision in the last episode which resulting in people being murdered because People are dying because you just couldn't see that. And I get it. The emotions and all that stuff. She was manipulated. I'm just saying I'm glad that she was able because they don't often do that with Caitlyn um, or Frost. I mean, they just tend to. And so I'm liking that. You know, finally, whenever they do something, they're immediately acknowledging, you know, that they did something wrong. Um, and then, you know, we move on from that because, I mean, it is something that she did that she shouldn't have done but i mean again understandably we know why she did it but I, we see the result of it and so there needs to be some acknowledgement some accountability on her part that you know she made a wrong decision and we, as a result people are dying and it's in the city's in danger um and i noticed that <laughs> barry didn't say oh no it's okay everything's fine i mean he acknowledged that she apologized but he didn't say it was okay um, which is okay. I mean, every, just because someone apologizes and they're wrongdoing doesn't automatically mean you need to forgive them right on the spot. I mean, it, sometimes it takes time. I'm sure he will forgive her. I'm sure he might have forgiven her then, but who, you know, it's just you know that's what I that's more authentic to me because whenever someone apologizes for doing something, people don't automatically go, "Oh, that's okay." That doesn't happen all the time. So, you know, I'm glad that they're doing they did it that way i continue to like um this storyline um with death storm and caitlin um i have a feeling that frost is gonna sacrifice herself for caitlin because they keep talking about it they talk about it with the mom and like she was built to be katie's bodyguard her protector and then they talked about it again this episode so it's like they're laying down the groundwork for us to prepare ourselves for somebody not making it and it sounds like it's going to be frost but we shall see i think that's it i'm like i say i'm really enjoying this storyline both of the storylines um and so i'm excited to see how it all comes together how it all ends and uh what the heck i mean we need to really get some answers with iris's time sickness um and so i'm excited for them to be able to 
get rid of Death Storm so they can focus more on what's going on with Iris. Um, I know it's hard to, but yeah, to for Barry to, you know, have to deal with this knowing that Iris is going through what she's going through. But we got a murder on the loose, so gotta gotta make that happen. Um, that's the price we pay sometimes. Um, anyway, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. <laughs> I don't know if I'm just cracking myself up at this point. Because <laughs> I was like, is that man did Death Storm look like he was singing a song when he was bouncing his head back and forth? Like he was sing- <laughs> singing that song from Blue Man Group? Let me get myself together. <laughs> so I think you guys liked the episode more than I did, which that's perfectly fine. Um... I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm so tired of them slamming that door. I didn't even bring it up. Y'all bring it up when other people are talking offline. I don't even know those people exist. Every time y'all bring it up, y'all be like, I can't believe. I'm like, I I don't, you know what? I don't believe what I don't see. (laughs) Sasa is a straight G. We all know this. We all know this. She knows what she's gotten herself into. She understands it. I don't continue to be surprised on the same thing. (laughs) I just know she's the one. And uh, I leave those discussions to you guys. I can't even be bothered to even get into it. Like I I literally feel just every time it's just like, oh, it's the same shit over and over and over and over again. It's like, yeah, we know they're there. They exist. Um, They're funny. Every time Salsa brings it in, I just think they're funny. When I laugh at them, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I would not be appalled still that they that they, this is this is where we're at. Um Yeah, I'm back with the whole Cecile thing. I get what you mean, because I don't like people. I, I don't know. If you inquire, but yeah, she does read people's powers. I could see that as being a really annoying thing. And if I was her in real life, I'd be like, bitch, don't do that. that would be the beginning and end of cecile walking up to me talking about i feel that you're in pain right so when the characters don't do it i'm just like then it's not even in my brain but i get what you're saying uh she did he did dion said he could see everybody's futures except her so i'm guessing he saw everybody else was living their lives and she clearly was not in there I'm going to be curious if it's Death Storm, because that's so random. But of course, that's how they can pull her into this particular arc. But uh, yeah, still random that he would pick it. It's still a terrible, terrible choice. I don't like it. And you spent a whole lot of time about Caitlyn being sorry. She knew she was sorry when she went into that. I don't know. I don't really I don't I I get what you are saying on the part of in real life yes when you apologize you don't need to immediately forgive someone or it's not even that my philosophy is if you apologize I can forgive you I just don't need to forget so it's more like if you apologize you did the right thing but I'm not gonna forget like I'm gonna be aware of just because you said you were sorry doesn't mean you're sorry which means that the next time this happens, I'm not going to forget about 
this particular time and i'm going to reference it the next time that you do the same fucking thing because if you're sorry then you won't do it again um but i did laugh the whole entire time you was going ham into her i was like she can't resist she cannot resist because i was thinking the whole time you said that eh, barry had done plenty of fucked up things and people have died as a result of his fucked up decisions and half of them half those times it was because iris is involved i can't judge one person in one hand and not judge the other person in the other hand because then i have to get on barry for all of his shit and i don't want to because i don't care <laughs> yeah other people are dying but they was technically dying before she got there so it's not like all of a sudden people weren't dying until i gave you your extra power and now people are dying no they were dying before so i just laughed that you spent a whole two whole minutes <laughs> being like petty ass i was petty too don't get me wrong it's in the podcast i loved that you were petty about it but <laughs> when you tried to equivalent it i was like ah, that's where you lost me <laughs> that's where you lost me Barry be fucking up all too much and people be dying all the time the whole team really not even just barry everybody in calls mass murder at some point due to their interpersonal feelings about the situation <laughs> so I'm, I'm just a judgment-free zone she but yes um it is funny that barry didn't say nothing because sometimes you don't need to say something when you know you know you just put it on your face and then they they know everybody knows when they fucked up that they fucked up the last thing they need is someone telling you you fucked up that's how i see it because that's also happened to me plenty of times i'm like okay i know i need to make this mistake you ain't got to be all up in my face about it okay i said i'm sorry i said my apologies my mistake i i will learn from this opportunity (laughs) because i also hate that a lot because now you're just trying to prove to me that you're not just trying to trying to make me feel like shit if this is if your goal is to make me feel like shit then yes you accomplish your goal but uh i am too curious to know what the fuck's going on with this time sickness thing because i'm i'm i need to know i need to know i need to know tell me baby girl because i need to know i need to know don't leave me all alone all right i think that's a perfect way to end this podcast because clearly i'm done talking about the flash so if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackoutcouch.gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>